everyone. Welcome back to the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, JJ. (laughs) I'm Linda Bruno. That's JJ Wilson. And we've got a new member to the VoiceOver Gurus crew. Who who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It's David Hughes. Say hi, David. Oh, I know him. Hi, David. (laughs) (laughs) So David is adding his production uh, abilities as a guru. So everybody that comes and asks questions and needs help with their home studio setup, he is the guy. So he's easy to book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cool thing about David is that he's a voiceover talent, Mm -hmm. a very good one. He's a producer. He's a great director. I mean, when I work with David uh, and we do um, 99%, we do car spots together. I don't know. He's just got what it takes to be a director. There's always something special that comes out during our sessions, and he and I have talked about that a lot. Yeah. And he's a production god. <laughs> he sits next to Zeus in between the guy with the lightning bolt. Um, so no, so, no yeah, pressure on you, David. So, yeah, any you have about anything. No, no, oh, no none whatsoever. <laughs> I have no respect for you at all. So you're going to be available to help people via Skype or Zoom um, because David's down in Florida. Um, So location doesn't matter. You need some help with your home studio. He's going to be the guy that you can book through our website. So, um, David, just quickly just tell us a little bit about your production company just so we can get a... How tall are you, David? (laughs) (laughs) How tall are you? you? (laughs) Thank you for the introduction. Um, That's a lot to live up to. I know, I know. Sorry. Um, well, um, I've been in this business for about 30 years now, um, 30 years as of January, in fact. Um, and, uh, I work on both sides of the microphone and, um, we do quite a bit. Which is so helpful. It, it helps me, I think, understand, uh, what's going on on the other side of the microphone when I'm directing a talent. It does. Um, yeah. Um, I think it makes it easier for everyone involved. Um, yeah, because you can look at it from our perspective. A lot of it is a lot of it. I think is making somebody comfortable behind the mic. Um, it's okay for somebody to walk into a session with butterflies. Um, it's okay for somebody to walk into a session um, not having an idea what is going to take place during the session. Um, sure. But it com- Which is always. <laughs> things do tend to take turns. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, that's, that's very helpful for all parties involved to get the best product and to get the best track recorded. And um, JJ will tell you, Linda, and well, Linda will tell you, JJ, um, we like to get a lot of options in the can. Um and um, we like to have fun too. And um, yes, and I like to try and make that come through. If anything, it's um, and 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 David doesn't overdo it. He's he's a producer director who doesn't need sixty takes of something in order to use take two. Maybe three. Right. Maybe three takes. You know? Maybe three takes. <laughs> Maybe three. Maybe <laughs> you're th- very you know. efficient, David. You're very efficient. <laughs> Well, in his world, you have to be because he's, you know, he's ranking out the car spots by the by the hundreds. Well, let me tell you, that efficiency, as we've discussed before on the show, is like a gold mine because heaven knows you have the producers that are out there or maybe just clients that don't know what they're doing that 
put you through these hellacious sessions. No, not true. Not it true. Exists. It exists. All my clients. Hey, are I fantastic. have a question for you, David. <laughs> what is the longest session you've had to do with a talent to coach them into the right spot? Um, generally, if if we haven't if we haven't gotten to it in a fair amount of time. Uh, we might have to rethink it. Um, and mm-hmm. there's really no shame for anybody involved at that point either. Um, we're dealing with a form of alchemy. Everything has to kind of blend together. And um, I, I think we know pretty quick the direction we're going to take. And we can mm-hmm. usually tell if we're going to get there and figure out how to get there. So... Good point. If Good point. yeah, if 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 we if we haven't started to mm-hmm. dial it in a few takes in, um, you know, we might need to take a different approach, like a big long break. <laughs> Another talent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a break can help. A break can help. A break can help. Yep. Um, a break can can transform a performance. Uh, five minutes just away from the microphone can make a difference. Yep. Um, I wouldn't hesitate to ask for that. If I was a talent in a session and needed a moment, uh, for whatever reason, whether it's to get a drink of water or just to step away from the microphone and clear one's head, it takes an enormous amount of concentration to do a voiceover um, mm-hmm. In a lot of cases, there are a lot of there are a lot of oh, scripts that point. need a, a, a heavy level of concentration and focus, and um, a break can help. Sure. Yep. David, I have a question. <clears throat> Do you have you ever hired somebody from their demo, and then you get them in on the session, and they're nothing like their demo? They they cannot live up to it. Uh, generally, generally, no. Um, I would that only say, happened to you, JJ. I would say that yeah. um, a good demo um, <laughs> demonstrates a range, if there is one. Um, and I think that only happened to you. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll have to talk about that well, after I've, the show. I've heard other producers say, you know, I got this guy's demo and he went to the school. And geez, when I hired him, he just he couldn't do what was on his demo. David talks about David, my David here, David Goldberg at the studio talks about that a lot. How, how yeah. the talent will not at you know match what they yeah. presented themselves to be yeah. on their demo. If that's the case, then maybe the demo is the problem. Um, the demo should be a good representation of the talent's skills and abilities and range. Um, and uh, I'm, I would say that I'm used to. Um, uh, getting what I expect in that regard uh, from, from demos. Um, and I would not hesitate to talk with a talent prior to a session uh, to make sure that we're on the same page if there's something that particular we're aiming for. Right. Interesting. Cool. Yep. Wow. Yep. Can, okay. can we uh, talk about me for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, you had something you wanted to do a biatch about, didn't you? All right. I don't know if anybody believes in Mercury being in retrograde. Uh, it is right now. Only and, if it's in a thermometer. Uh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I This week has been horrific for me as far as like canceled sessions. I just had my third canceled session occur. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love my, that. It is so frustrating. And it's, you know, I talk about this with my students to say that, you know, you have to have the toughness and the tenacity to keep plugging along, you know, because 
I, I lost a client this week that I had for years, 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 that just fell off the face of the earth. Never told, didn't, didn't tell the production company that they were done. Nothing. Just can't. No. Yeah, they don't call and say nice things like, gosh darn, it's been great work. But we're uh, moving on to something. No, no, no. You just see somebody yeah. else doing it on the air and you go, oh, there goes 40 grand. Well, I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah, this is, I probably did for this client for like seven, eight years, you know, at least. Wow. And, but to not even contact the production company, you know, that, that was mixing everything for you and taking care of it. Um, anyway. That I just found out that one of my bigger clients that I had a session with on Friday canceled, <laughs> and then I had a session this afternoon canceled. <laughs> so, is it is it too early to start drinking? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Only if it's tequila. <laughs> Only if it's... <laughs> well, Linda. Did, yeah, did, Linda, did you did you ask anybody uh, from the production company or anybody else involved with the project? So yeah, what went down? Yeah, well, with the big one, they have no idea. They have been trying to reach the client uh, people. There's multiple people on the team that will not uh, reply. Basically, they've been trying for two weeks, three weeks Gosh. at this point. So just packed yep. up. Bye bye. We're done. We're done with this. I think it. I think it does. It does happen. Um, uh, sometimes we don't know why or what. Um, there are so many people involved with some of these projects yeah. uh, that uh, suddenly a committee has a different direction, and um, they don't always go to the trouble of letting everybody down the chain. Uh, know what's happening, mm. and um, sometimes we no. don't know. And we don't find rude. out about those things. It's like I know for me. I don't know if you. It is rude. <laughs> uh, it's rude for the production company. Well, I, I would say. I, I would say generally, it's um, it it it's it's a good thing to um, uh, know that it's not a personal right uh, preference. The fact that somebody was um, the fact that somebody was on the account for a while. Uh, speaks volumes. Um, repeat business is the best. Yes. And um, um, if if somebody likes what you do and uh, you enjoy uh, providing that service for them, uh, yep. enjoy it while it lasts. It, uh, it's the most wonderful type. Change but in this business. The most wonderful type of business, but the most painful when you lose it too. <laughs> oh God! It's just yeah. It's uh, maybe it's a reminder to um, uh, to, to give marketing. extra special attention to to those to those repeat clients. Yes. Um, uh, David, the and, chocolates um, are on the way. <laughs> send gifts. That I wanted to talk about that. That yeah. is typically the best way to get a gig is to send um, gifts, swag bags, you name wow. it. Um, we do accept <laughs> cash. And um, what about sheep? Slightly used. Um, <laughs> oh, gross! Come on. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, I didn't mean that way. Good lord. Goats. This will We'll do a little editing. After. No. <laughs> it's a podcast. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> anyway, losing the clients this week has just been one of those big bummer weeks for me. And I know it's part of this business. It just is what it is. I don't take any of it personally, honestly. How about? How about this? How about the clients who say, yeah, I got something coming up for you in just, just like four or five weeks. That was three and a half years ago. <laughs> and every time I talk to you, we say, yep, just a couple of months now, but we're going to get back on track. I... And then two more years goes by, and then you talk to him again. Yeah, we're getting close. And I'm going, <laughs> okay, um, they're, they're not going to make the product anymore by the time you get to it. 
<laughs> it's going to be outdated. So you just you kind of you just have to let it go. Right. And I think that in this business, letting it go is the hardest it thing. It really is. It really is. But you know, you do an audition. Oh, just forget about it. If you get it, they'll call. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. You're staring down. You know, five, six, seven thousand dollars for seven words. <laughs> And sure, sure, you know. I've gotten pretty good, though, about moving on from auditions because I don't even think about them after I do them. It's just. No, I, you know, I don't either anymore. Yeah. I just go out and make something in the woodshop. Even if it's a <laughs> even if it's a big one, I, I don't even think about it because when I booked a national way back when and it was a big one, it was all based on basically a lottery win. Like I won the lottery. I would love to say it's, you know, oh, your voice is so great and your performance. But that was not what it came down to. These two guys were just, I asked the, the guys in the session, I go, hey, why did you guys wind up picking me? And they're like, I don't know. You just sounded good. So that was the decision <laughs> for me to get a $50,000 job. You know, so when yeah. it comes to that, now I'm like, I don't even think about it. Because if if it's really coming down to that much of a subjective decision you know then go in do your best and you know wish it well wish it all well you yep. know so yep. yeah it's just been one of those weeks some it's just when it because you can also not get the gig for as, as a reason as is you know is that stupid yes yes i I, th I don't know if i've ever told you the story but i think i've told david that I, I went in for an on-camera gig and i knew that i i just did a great job mm. and i walked out of there feeling really good a couple days later, I heard that somebody else got it, so I called the casting director, and I said, I blew that audition away. She said, I know you did. The director and the producer were in here, and the director said, you got to choose last time. <laughs> and that was how they picked. <laughs> and the producer wanted me, but it wasn't his turn to pick. Yeah. So, you know, uh, do you find that, David? Do you sometimes you just hear something, you know, in a voice and go, yep, this, this guy will work that quickly? It's it's very subjective, and um, it usually does happen quickly. Um, I've done castings where we've had fifty people throw their hat in the ring, um, okay, and go get a hat. Let me write that down. <laughs> get a hat. <laughs> <laughs> where we? No have, wonder I'm not booking anything. We have, it, 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 it's rare that we've. It's rare for us to cast that wide of a net. Um, there are situations where we do cast that wide of a net. Um, usually, we like to focus it uh, to a few possibilities and narrow our search ahead of time. And that's where the demos come in. And that's where the first five seconds of your demo comes mm. in. Yep. That first five to ten seconds is the most important five to ten seconds of your demo. Um, and the same could be said for any audition. Um, right. Right, if, right, right, if yeah. I am thumbing through 50 auditions, um, I probably am not going to have the time to listen to the, each one of them in their entirety. And I'm generally going to know in the first five or 10 seconds, if, if the audition I'm listening to is a, a potential match. That's fast. And it just comes down to that. Mm -hmm. It just comes down to that. Um, if I like the first five or 10 seconds, I'll keep listening. Um, yeah. But that it, that is how long it takes generally to, to make a snap decision and decide whether to keep listening or move wow. on. Five to ten seconds. Yeah. So your strongest yeah. and talent see, we said here and go first. I mean, as, as yeah. far as what you're good uh, at, you know. In an, in an audition, absolutely. Um, I, 
something that will will grab attention or or showcase the sound, mm-hmm. the sound of that voice. That is the biggest thing. Of course, there are other factors. Um, after that first five or ten seconds, we have to listen for for any dialects or accents that might be uh, slipping through mm. or anything like that. <laughs> I I have cast for, for something for one region and had people submit with a completely different dialect, and it might be impossible to make something like that mm, work. Interesting. There are, there are a number of factors. There are a number of factors that can be taken into account when deciding whether to do an audition. Um, you might think that you have the perfect voice for it, but the question is, is would you hire you for that gig? Um, if you would hire you as opposed to some other talent, then that's the audition to read. No, oh, interesting. interesting. Why were you laughing, JJ? Uh, because it was just reminding me of uh, one of the students th- that uh, called me through the, the Guru's site. Uh-huh. And uh, she said, hello. <laughs> and I said, hi. <laughs> and David was talking about, you know, dialects and accents and stuff like that. And uh, or it was a guy. And he said, yeah, I want to do voiceovers. And I said, well, do you do Spanish? Uh, no, <laughs> I want to do English. And, and then he started to go into this routine. He said, I would like to welcome you to Disney World. And I went, I, I can hear your accent, so it's probably not going to work in English unless you you know, plan on going to a speech pathologist and having your uvula removed. You're going to have to do neutral Spanish. Do you speak that? Yeah, but I want to do English. So, you know, 20 minutes later, I finally convinced the guy that it's just not. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Welcome to Disney World. <laughs> and I just, I kept. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. You know, if the accent and, is good, you know, <clears throat> it's like. Yes, it can it work. It can work. Sure. But if they're trying to do, do something that they're not suitable for, it won't work. <laughs> Plain and simple. No, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes. Uh, you know, a suave type Latin read is is an amazing thing. But the point of all that was that you've got to listen to the people who know what they're doing and the producers and the directors. It's This is a big game of listening. When David says, if, if he and I are doing a session together, you know, you have to listen to him very carefully because he's going somewhere. Right. And I feel that part of my job, I make it a game. It's a game. Yeah. Let's make David happy. That's called. That's that's what I call the game, and the the faster you can I get. Like, I like to the, the sound of that. <laughs> but the faster you can get to the end of the game, where David says that was the take, mm-hmm. the more chance he's going to call next time. Right. You know, if it takes forty five minutes to get one spot done, and he's got five other spots piling up his back and emails coming in while I'm trying to get it right. Um, but the the key in this whole business is listening and deciphering what the producer is trying to say. And as we all know, when we get um, some of these descriptions to do these auditions, they go on for half a page. Yeah, some of them do. And by the time you get done, you you think, who the hell am I supposed to be? Right. You know, they've overdone it. Mm -hmm. And then when you see the spot on television you didn't get, it's nothing like what they said in the first place anyway. Right. So they just hear it and go, yeah, I like that. It, it could be as simple as that. But yeah, I agree. But David is good at that. He's he's very good at getting into I it. I agree with the during the sessions that I think it is a, a huge benefit if you can take direction well. 
you know, yeah. because if yeah. like you're saying, it's the same thing as listening. That's just another way to put it. You know, listening what? to what a producer suggests that they want to hear from you. Um, and for God's sake, when when someone says to you, give me three in a row, they cannot be the exact same read for all three. Right? No. <laughs> David, do you ever get that? Three in a row and they're oh, all exact? Sh- shake it up. I do, I do like it when I get three different inflections. Yeah. Yes. Um, for example, I, JJ, I need a pickup on call now. Can you give me three versions of call now? Right. Call now. Call now. Call now. Right. That's great. That gives me that gives me three possibilities based on where I'm dropping that into the uh, into the edit. Um, it right. has to interact well. It has to play well with the uh, surrounding words if something came before that. Um, so those options are hugely helpful. What do you think about David right. with demos when somebody introduces themselves in the beginning of the demo? <laughs> I I'm think sorry. that's fine. Um, generally, um, generally, it's, it, it sometimes um, is redundant because the information might be presented to me in the in the file name that I'm listening to. Um, so sometimes it seems like a bit of a watermark, and in some cases, I do need to distribute those demos to a client, and your name might not make it into that. Um, edit uh, when I'm when I'm demonstrating it. The clients aren't necessarily interested in the in the person's name. They're just interested in the quality of the voice and whether right. or not it's what they're looking for. And nor um, do they have time, right? They want to just get through this. And I, hi, I'm JJ Wilson. I'm five eight. I collect foreign tennis balls, <laughs> and I enjoy fishing at night. Um, in the next seven minutes, you're going to hear my de- you know screw that. Get to the point. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what I mean. I mean, geez, get to the point. Anyway, um, so, again, that five ahead, to ten second rule. That's an interesting thing, though. Uh, I mean, the whole process, <laughs> the whole process, David, of like the casting is so informative for uh, people that are not, you know, they're just getting started in this business. They don't understand what's happening on that end. Um, but to know. Oh, how? here's a question for you. How do you like auditions labeled? Like if you don't specify how to label it. If I don't specify how to label it, um, uh, the talent name um, definitely. Um, if there's if there's some way to include the um, the script name or product name or something to help identify it, that's helpful. Um, and it, as long as it's clean and um, and informative, I'm good. One take or two takes for an audition? Yeah. Uh, if there is, if there is um, um, a difference to the take, two is great. If there is, for, if there's a completely different take, some some people will submit an audition and and hit it a couple different ways. Maybe maybe one take has a little bit more pace and intensity. Uh, maybe one maybe there's a little bit different tone. Um, it depends on the script. Some scripts. It's obvious that this direction, it, it, yeah, there's, there's one, one way to, way to do it. Um, and then one take is sufficient yep. in that case. Um, but if there's if there's a couple different ways to hit it, there's nothing wrong with adding that in. Keeping in mind that five to ten seconds at the top is going to be the most important yeah. thing. That's great. Right. Love it. This is the, this yeah. is the info this that is great. everybody is great. wants to know. And now 
They have the information from you. And, and David, you're offering at this point like 30-minute lessons because why? It's pretty intense, right, to go over a home studio with somebody? There's a lot of information. We might need to break it up, um, break it down a little bit further into a couple of 15s. um, Just for first, you need a mortgage broker. (laughs) (laughs) There's there there are steps. There are a lot of considerations um, when choosing your gear and your studio configuration and how you're going to use it. so we can take our time with some of those decisions for sure. Awesome. So, but at any level somebody's at, even if they've went ahead and they bought a microphone, maybe that they read about. Mm-hmm. A USB microphone. I know you don't microphone. like that. Meanwhile, I have Dave here at the studio that says it's not a problem to use initially. <laughs> so there's like conflicting arguments on it, but initially, generally, maybe, but generally it's not. It, it depends on the application, I would say, and it depends on yeah. the type of yeah. work that one is going after. For example, um, if somebody was auditioning for audiobooks, the best way to audition for that is to have the cleanest, nicest sounding recording to demonstrate mm. that. Um, if there's if there's noise in the recording or it sounds like it's recorded on an iPhone. That's probably going to be an issue mm. for anybody who's trying to cast for that type of project. Um, having said that, um, if somebody wants to read an audition on a low-quality mic while they're traveling or even reading into their phone on the road, that can work. For actual sessions, we'll definitely need broadcast quality if it's going out on the mm-hmm. air. Right. And uh, we're going we're gonna to be looking for certain... Um, certain qualities to the recording. Wow, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, good to know. And everybody has a different yeah. differing opinions. I know you're yeah. Yeah. You just we released uh coming up actually in March, JJ's tip is I think it's about USB mics for March. I'm not sure. It is. And <laughs> how much you hate yes. them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I just, you know, if you're if you're just starting out great, you don't want to spend the money till you figure out if you really want to do this. Wonderful. But the moment you do you know, you're competing with thousands of people who have good mics, and I've heard so many people. Uh, David has always been very complimentary on how my studio sounds, and I moved yes. so many yeah. times. I just yeah, got good at it. Yeah, you have moved a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some people, you know, they have rooms that sound very, very roomy and a cheap mic, and you kind of, you know, as once again, David said, the first five, ten seconds. That's right. also what they listen for. Mm-hmm. It's not just the read, it's the room. I got called the other day from an agent who said, all right, we're going to need to test your room because you moved it. I said, I've already done a session with you from this room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, all right, so we're good. But they actually wanted me to test it to make yep. sure that they were happy with it. So I, that's how important it is. I know to, when to I was with HSN, they had settings on, you know, in their system that were the Linda settings, basically. And if right. I had to go down to Florida to see my folks, I would use Brian Lee's studio, um, you know, his ISDN. So then we would have to take a good 15 minutes for them to, you know, hear the room, tweak on their end so they could get the exact same sound uh, for what was going to be going out on the air. So it's like these, you know, yeah. producers have incredible ears. That's what, you know, they they hear everything. Um, so yes. and the other thing, too, <laughs> uh, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm going to buy um, a processor and I'm going to put this on it and that on it. I mean, I've, I've always been told that you guys don't want don't that. Don't do that to David. Right? You don't wanna, do that to you David. You want it just clean, right, David? 
I, for for what I do, I do like it uh, unprocessed. Uh, processed as little as possible before I get my hands on it. And yeah. then that gives me flexibility to make any adjustments as uh, as right. I see fit. Can't undo it if um, we send it that way. If somebody, if, if yes, if somebody time compresses something t- before they send it to me, I I don't have the original at that point. If I need to make an adjustment or anything, it locks it in. Mm. Um, same thing for any EQ or dynamics processing. Some of that stuff, it's effectively locked into the recording. And it might not be what I'm looking for or the client's looking for as far as tonal quality. Um, so I do prefer something that is very neutral, uh, clean, natural sounding. Um, and um, if there is any processing, it would be just a minimal uh, coloring that I'd be okay with. Now, talking about um, time compression issues, like sometimes, especially with these car spots, sometimes they run so freaking long, you know? No. I know, right? I mean, but <laughs> I know what I do and I know what JJ does. You know, usually if it's running so long, I, I call you guys or I email you and I go, hey, this is, and sometimes I'll read it at that speed and go, this sounds insane, but if this is what you want. So, but do you, do you right. have a preference on how you get when, I, when you have pro- problems with the length of a spot, David? Generally speaking, uh, for example, uh, a 60-second read. Um, if something's coming in at 63 seconds, mm-hmm. um, even with breaths removed, and um, I might not even need breaths removed prior to figuring out these measurements, but for example, right. 63 seconds, I can time compress that 5%, and it's usually not that big of a deal. Um, once we get past the 10% range, um, if something 66, we might have to find a trim. We might have to find something to cut. Um, having said that, in my case, I would ask that the talent leave the time compression, uh, to me because Mm -hmm. we might decide, we might decide to put, the client might decide to put enormous time compression on the disclaimer and let the rest of the spot breathe. For example, leaving out that processing gives us options in in, in post-production. Nice. Nice. Wow. This is so informative. I feel like I'm relearning everything myself right now. Me too. What's your name? Oh, David, David Hughes. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So if anybody wants to get uh, some good guidance on your home studio, even if you haven't even started, you know, you haven't even bought anything, whatever, you know, feel free. He's on, he's listed on the website now and you can book a half hour with him. And like he was saying, he'll break it up into segments for you if, if you haven't even bought anything. So you guys can talk for 10 minutes, you know, discuss equipment and what's going to work for your studio. But, um, Yay. I'm so excited that we have that aspect now um, Me on, too. The, on the website. Me too. Welcome, David. Welcome. Welcome, David. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. What, what about, this Thanks, was awesome. nice what about me? Oh, JJ, we always love you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to wrap it up. That's okay with you, JJ. <clears throat> That's fine with me. Uh, do you have the tape? <laughs> oh, and we have two two workouts for the month of March. We it was uh, suggested. Oh, not the treadmill though. No treadmill. <laughs> it was okay. suggested that we do two online uh, workouts. So we are, we have one on what March four. Oh, of course, I'm not prepped. You thought it was last night, didn't you, JJ? Well, I take a lot of uh, medication, so <laughs> <laughs> we have one on March fourth. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we have one on Wednesday, March And 18th. I am selling some of it, so if anybody needs anything, uh, just let and me know. And people are already booking <laughs> spots. We only have, we have a maximum of six people per workout. So if you want to join us, please book your spot ASAP. So that yes. wraps up another and episode. I, I think it would be fun if David was in on one of those. That would be fun. Would you want to ever, like, coach David? Absolutely. I'd love to join you guys there. <laughs> yeah, I'd like for you to actually maybe even read a, read something and, and uh, join the crew as well for the uh, practice part. If, <laughs> if you're up for it, of course, David, if you're up for it. Good times. All right. That wraps up another episode <laughs> of the VoiceOver Gurus podcast. And uh, head over to the page voiceover.guru for more information, resources, and all that good stuff. Sign up for our newsletter it's as fun. well. You'll hear it's JJ's fabulous tips and his opinions as well. All right, everybody, have a great, Thanks, great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.